Well, good morning. I thought that this morning you might like to hear about another one of our great hymn writers. Uh, this time, William Corper. That's Corper spelled C-O-W-P-E-R. I never know whether it's pronounced Corper or Cooper. Well, he was born in 1731 and he died in 1800. He was born in Herefordshire. He was educated at Westminster School. He trained as a barrister and his uncle was Lord Chancellor. He was the first Earl Corper. Now, William is known as one of the great English poets and hymn writers of his day. But I was thinking more about the man. What was he like? And we can learn a lot about him. But just this morning, one or two things. His mother died when he was only six years old. And throughout his life, he was a shy and sensitive man. A man who suffered from depression, which at times, uh, or at the time, was referred to as melancholia. Now, this led him to attempt suicide. And as a result of that, he spent some time in an institution in St. Albans. But after reading the Bible, and in particular passages from the Bible, he put his trust in the grace and the goodness of God and into the saving work of Jesus. Now, because of his shy nature, he preferred to take what we might call a back seat in church. He wasn't a very active Christian in as much as he didn't really feel comfortable in speaking in public or speaking uh, to other people. And this caused him at times to wonder, wonder how could God continue to love him? But he later became friends with John Newton. You know, John Newton, that uh, great slave abolitionist, minister, and also hymn writer. And John Newton recognised William's shy and reclusive nature. So he encouraged him in his Christian walk and he encouraged him in his poetry and in his ability to write hymns. You know, when we know something of the story behind the hymns, we can understand something of the personal relationship between God and the writer. And in the case of William Cooper, we can understand something of what led him to write the hymns. One of the hymns he wrote was God Moves in a Mysterious Way. And as we see the significance that this was to him in his life, we can see the significance it has to us in our day. Let me just uh, read you the, the words of the hymn. And as I do, think about the life of William, how he struggled with, with, with depression, how he felt not really being used of God, and how he wondered at times, well, can God really love someone like me? But he knows that God was at work in his life. So he wrote, God moves in a mysterious way, his wonders to perform. He plants his footsteps in the sea and rides upon the storm. Deep in unfathomable minds of never-failing skill, he treasures up his bright designs and works his sovereign will. Yea, fearful saints, fresh courage take, the clouds ye so much dread, 
big with mercy and shall break in blessings on your head. Judge not the Lord by feeble sense, but trust him for his grace. Behind a frowning providence, he hides a smiling face. His purpose will ripen fast, unfolding every hour. The bud may have a bitter taste, but sweet will be the flower. Blind unbelief is sure to hear, thus scan his work in vain. God is his own interpreter, and he will make it plain. So there's the hymn. The hymns of William Corper are an expression of his faith and his witness to the sustaining power of God in his life through long and difficult periods of darkness and despair. You know, he wrote many more hymns. A couple of them we have in our Mission Praise hymn book that we use at church. And God Moves in Mysterious Ways is a hundred and, number 193. And there's another one there, Hark My Soul, It Is The Lord. And that's number 209. So maybe when we're back at church or if you have a hymn book at home, you can have a look at those words. Well, for this morning, with these things in mind, I want to just bring to you another verse from Paul as he wrote to the church in Corinth. This is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and it's actually verses 6 through to 8. This is what Paul said. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light to shine in our hearts, to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay, to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair. Let's just thank God for that. Father, we do thank you that you know us personally. You know the times when we struggle, the times when even we doubt our own abilities, the times when we let the pressures of this this world bring us into times of depression and maybe even despair. But our Father, on those occasions, help us to look to you and see who you are. And our Father, we thank you for this, the words of this hymn. They're not just words that are written because somebody thought they would be nice. They are written from the heart, from the man who felt every emotion that he expresses within those words that he wrote in this hymn. So our Father, just let them be new to us, fresh to us, as they might encourage us. And we ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, again, thank you for listening to me, and uh, I hope to be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, God bless. Speak to you then. Bye now.